You're listening to the Love is Black podcast. Where the host of fly. The love is dope. And the conversation's always 100. Welcome. I'm Carice. And I'm Harvey. And you are back at it again with us. Thank you for listening so far. Today, we've got some interesting stuff to talk about. I will jump right in and I will talk about how we saw this post on the internet. And it reads as such, women should be financially taken care of in a relationship. Your woman shouldn't have to worry about paying a damn thing. If you can't afford to take care of a woman completely, don't date or pursue a woman until you can. The woman is the prize. Pay for it! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! It's a bold, bold statement, and it's very reminiscent of traditions. Mm -hmm. So I think today we're going to try to get to the bottom of whether love is traditional Um, when it comes to dating. What are what are your feelings on this perspective and overall the perspective that the man should be one paying for the date and all the things and really that the prize at the end is the woman? Um, let's see. What do I think of it? Um, let's see. The proper what's the word? Um, this this is this is like a family podcast, right? Yeah. Um, I guess it could be, it could be whatever you want. Cause to be. that, cause that's some bullshit. How about that? <laughs> um, can, oh, you, you don't have it in front of you anymore, right? That is absolutely ridiculous. If that is true and let's just see, women should be financially taken care of. Your woman shouldn't have to worry about paying a damn thing. Cannot afford to take care of a woman completely. All right. Completely. Like a hundred percent. Like you are now the breadwinner of her life. If she's got a rant, like you should be paying towards that rent. Or no, maybe no, no, no. maybe towards, not towards. I should be paying the rent. That okay. be, yeah, that's what that's what I this is. I mean, that is. sounds like a good deal to me. Of I course like it. it does. But you know what? <laughs> if we're gonna go with this garbage, then as a you know, I don't really agree with this, but as a man in this situation, that means you in my house. You're barefoot, you're pregnant, you're making my meals, you're raising my kids, wow. and you're doing what I tell you. If we're I don't gonna feel go, like that post said well, all of course of that. it didn't say that, but that's what they're implying. If if it's my if all I do is take care of you and you do nothing, then we're basically going back to the way you know it used to be. Marriage, man was it was like, man was it, it. To and it, yeah. So wife was in the nice dress, she was home, she was waiting, husband came home, a nice stiff drink, kids were taken care of, homework was done, they're waiting for daddy, his chair, his cigar, leave him the hell alone when he got home from work. If we're gonna do that, then leave me the hell alone when I get home from work. <laughs> Feed me, get away from me, take care of the kids. I barely even say hi to them. If we're gonna go that old school, traditional old school route, that's the way to go. You have to look at the other side. If your woman is just there to be taken care of, then so am I. And you take care of me however I want to be taken care of. Wow. I mean, that's a lot. That's extrapolating a lot from this situation. Whatever. I feel like that is what it is. It's extrapolating a lot from Mm -hmm. it. Right. However, 
let's go back to before people are moving in and whatever, when it's just dating. Okay. So she doesn't live with you yet. So she can't cook your meals and like be there for you when you come home from work or whatever. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that concept of really supporting a woman like from the get go? Um, No, I don't, I shouldn't be supporting you. Why should I be supporting? Well, she you? says the prize is the woman. No, well, like, she's not. You're supporting her because no, you get. I've all always of hated. That. You know, I've always hated that. And idiot boy, what's his name? Steve Harvey. When he talks about that, when he does his, the guy who is so successful in relationships that he can give advice, and he always says to women, "You're the prize." So his ridiculous books and all the rules and the ninety days before you sleep with all that stuff. It's gassing up people, women in particular, think that they're the prize. And if that's what you think, the guy you're going to end up with is either going to be an utter wimp or a fool, whatever. And what? just to be clear, I'm not saying that women aren't a prize. You're not the prize because I'm a prize too in the relationship. We're talking about- The prize for the woman. Exactly. There's two people in the relationship. And as valuable as that woman is to me, I should be to you. He, when he talks about it, it's like this whole thing that the woman, that all men live for is to get this woman. So women don't have to do much. Just this is how men think that exists. That's how men, all we do is so we can get this woman. We work for women. We have a big car for women. We do all this and you're the prize and the man isn't. He just completely demeans men when he talks about this stuff. I would never do that. And I love you immensely and you know that. But I am, I am valuable as valuable as you are always i think about that in our marriage i think about that in parenting which i'm sure we'll get into things because fathers are like way back behind moms who are the greatest thing on earth and men suck and dads are not special but i hate that you are the prize just means that the guy is just chasing you you're not a person you're an object you're not you should not want that distinction you should I think want to most be. women don't want to be objectified, but still would like some degree, if you're traditional, some degree of objectification. If you want to be chased by a man, like what is he chasing? He's chasing this prize. He's he wanting you. Like in that sense, I feel like there is that sense of wanting to be objectified in that way. I want them to see me and to want me and to desire me enough to pursue me mm-hmm. so that we can, you know, have a quick little chase and then after playing hard to get for a little bit, I, you know, let him take me out. Mm-hmm. He pays for it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we go from there. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it is a little bit extreme. The comment that was made on that post that, that we read where, you know, a little bit extreme. it's That's a little extreme. A little. I think that if you do not have enough money to support your own lifestyle and you're struggling financially, you know, that you can get your stuff together before you try to pursue a woman for like a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for somebody to just, you know, have a one night stand with whatever, like, okay, go out, have your fun and, you know, meet Mm -hmm. somebody, let them know it's not serious. But if you're going to take a woman out on date after date after date, or even if a woman's like, you know, let's say it's not traditional gender roles and she's trying to pursue you. I mean, there should be some level or degree of honesty there. Like if you're not, stable in and of yourself yet should you be pursuing a long-term relationship what's not mentioned in there is where the woman stands in her life Mm -hmm. in that statement Mm -hmm. so that woman could be broke yes despondent she could not have a 
high school degree. She could be living on the corner. Wow. But if some dude, she, because she, well, she doesn't have, she doesn't have to be anything. No mention of where she is, but the guy needs to be, he needs to be put together. He has to be ready to take care of her. Yeah, because well, traditional general. Well, that's what that's what right, we're and that's about. traditional. And are we still traditional? That's the thing. That's the way it used to be. You pursue a woman. Maybe she says no, but you keep at it, and you're and you you know you keep going. And she says no, but no, I'm not gonna take no for an answer. Resilient. I I am resilient. I just keep trying. And you said no a third time. I'm like no, I'm still gonna call you. I'm going to meet you at work. I'm going to give you flowers. At this point, now, your ass will be arrested. Yeah, but that's, 40, that's harassment. But 40 now. years ago, that just means he didn't take no for an answer. Yeah. He just kept going at it. But things change now. Me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't have the best of luck. But, you know, I talk, I tried to talk to some girl. She was like, no. I'm like, cool. I got it. I'm not happy about it. But I take no for the answer. I'm not going to keep trying. I'm not doing that. That... I mean, I would hope that you'd give it a chance, but if you're saying no, you're saying no, that's all right. I'll deal with it. But yes, yeah, so it's clear that with traditions, you know, things have changed in terms of dating and how things go. So in particular with dating, we've kind of talked about that. Guy sees a girl, oh, she's cute, whatever. And we talk to her, whatever. Try to make that move, whatever. We date, I pay, I open the door, mm-hmm. do all that stuff. That's And that's what it's supposed to be. That's the tr- traditional way of doing it. We go out, I pick you up, we go somewhere for dinner, a nice place, you know, we eat and I don't know, we talk, we do whatever. And we go through this process. It's the mating, you know, it's the courting Mm -hmm. that you go through. So we go out and then we go out again and I take you out again. And then everything progresses and we do more. Women is just kind of being passed that, not even passed on, that sounds wrong. Just being, going through emotions. Right. So she's not doing it. She's just kind of deciding if she likes the guy. She's not really doing anything. She doesn't have to. But is to... that okay? Is it okay for her to not be in a place where she is self-sufficient? I mean, she might be, but is it okay when she's not to have the man pursue her? That she's not looking for a relationship. She's looking for a benefactor. If she can't take care of herself, then she's looking for somebody to take care of her. I mean, wouldn't we all really like a benefactor, you know? Um, I feel like... A benefactor? Well, here's the thing. It's really nice when people give you money and give you things and, you know, you don't really have to work very hard for it. I wouldn't know I'm a man. Um, (laughs) I mean, it'd be really nice if, you know, your employer wanted to double your salary but keep your work level the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always nice to have a a little extra something coming your way. You just invoked work. Same work, double the work, double the money. Yeah. In relationships, the women traditionally don't have to do anything but be there and be pretty. That's it. There's a lot of work in being pretty. Well, not for everybody. You just wake up and you just pretty oh. right off the bat. But these other women got to get up early. They got to get a glam squad, whatever. I don't know what it takes for some people. But all you, all the women in those previous relationships had to do or attempts at relationships was just take care of the superficial. That's all you had to do. You didn't have to bring your wallet. You didn't have to bring your ID. All you had to do is let him know where you live. He would pick you up. He would drop you off. And then you would decide if you liked him or not. There was, I guess it's, does it make it easier to determine if you like a guy, if he can pay for your steak? 
if he can support himself, yes, if he's got something. Well, you know what? Okay, so I think I've mentioned before in previous podcasts, when it comes to dating, I don't have the best history. I've technically been the one really supporting a lot of my relationships in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't have much of a leg to stand on when it comes to traditional type stuff, Right. right? right? But what I did like about you when we started dating is that not only did you have a different approach, approach to it where you set things out as like, okay, uh, we're not playing any games with each other. We're putting everything out on the table from the get-go. It's that you also had your own place. You had a car, you had a stable job and like you were already set. Right. 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 Or Mm -hmm. at least from what I could see as set, Mm -hmm. you know, later on, you know, you would tell me that it wasn't like all set. Like there was still struggles. Like the struggle is always real, Mm -hmm. you know, but it seemed that you were set and I like that. Mm -hmm. It was like, Oh, I don't have to, I don't have to pay for stuff. Like you don't need me to give you a ride home. (laughs) Yeah. You did that a lot. You (laughs) You was driving these dudes. Yeah. We're not going to get into all that. But (laughs) You don't need a ride home. No. Okay. I, I think, I mean, but that's the expectation when you're a man, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be set. You're supposed to be grown. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, because so when you approach a woman, you should already be there. My problem with that is that women don't have to. You don't have to be set. You don't have to be in a plan. You just have to be cute enough for a guy to come find you who is pretty much set in his ways, and then he can make a move on you. You could be nothing, but by virtue of being a woman, you don't, that's fine. As a man, no. So there's a lot more expected of me than of you. And this is, and of course, we're talking, I guess this is what traditional is. This is the way it used to be. And I'm sure there's still a lot of women who think that way, but there's more women who don't. Mm-hmm. So I think now it's different. So now, and there's a lot of factors to it. Now, do I come and pick you up at your apartment or your home? Or do we meet in a public place? Because now, not only is it dating has a lot more to it. Unfortunately, now there's a safety issue. So now maybe you don't, this dude you just met, you don't want to pull him up to the house. Maybe you meet somewhere separately, get to know him. You go out and you eat. And I, and I don't know how you would feel about that. But, you know, do you make it appear that you want to pay? You know, you get reach for your card, whatever, to, to try to pay. Or we can go Dutch or whatever and see what happens. And... If he or if he accepts your card, I wonder how, what what kind of does that leave a bad taste in your mouth? Or if you offer to pay, and he's like, "No, I got it." Then he's like, "Oh, depends I like that. on the person." Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've dated some sketchy characters, like very sketchy characters, where it's like, "Oh, don't worry, she's got, she got this check." Wow. It's like, "Oh, okay, wow, that's cool. I got this. You got me later." Yeah, of course, I got you later. And then no, like wow. they don't never really got me later. Wow. But. There's also another caveat to that. So let's say the man comes to the relationship. So I used to have like a type, I guess. Mm. I loved pretty boys, mm. like like more attractive than me. Like you had, that was like a requirement to date me. Like okay. you you needed to be like super cute, like wow. extra cute. Like if I put a wig on you, like you was my, my hot girlfriend, <laughs> something like that. Okay. But um, so that kind of would skew whatever else was going on. So it didn't matter that they were, that they were not up to par or not settled or right. like some didn't have jobs or other ones just couldn't 
pay any type of bills on time and was about to get evicted like every Mm. other month. I mean, none of that stuff mattered because they were very attractive. And so as long as they were nice enough to look at, everything was cool. So can you get away with that on looks alone? Like I for women. me, that worked, women, right? Women. With men. For women, that I feel like that definitely works. You can be an okay. Instagram model okay. and you don't need to have anything together in your life. Right. And that's and there's nothing even seen wrong with that. A woman can be attractive and you know, get these guys to pay. You find a nice sugar daddy, take care of everything for you. But if it's a guy, then it's oh, I'm not trying to date him. I'm not trying to raise no man. I'm not his mama. You know, there's no in, there's no investment in a relationship when you find a guy like that. But a woman like that, it's not even strange. It's not strange. It is entirely possible that she is just has not reached her pedestal. She's not where she needs to be in life. And this she hasn't man, found the man. She exactly, and the, and her jer- and her where she's leading to is the man. So she hasn't found the man yet. So she doesn't look for a job or whatever, but she's just waiting for the man to come in and take care of her. And that's, and you know, that's nice. Women, you know, that's, I guess, back then or to a less, to a lesser degree now that you can just wait. And a, a man is expected to come. And the whole courting process is us. So we see you, we approach you, hoping you say yes. But most times women say no. Get her number. Hope it's really her number. Ask her out, take her somewhere, hope she likes to eat the food that's there, hopefully you have nice conversation, maybe you'll see her again, take her back home, whatever, see what happens, maybe contact her, maybe she'll contact you, see what happens, and then you progress, and it's the same thing, and maybe you get closer, maybe you meet her family, meanwhile, she's not doing anything different, she doesn't have to, she doesn't have to buy you anything, take you anywhere, she can just wait. Mm-hmm. And the time progresses. Meanwhile, I have to come up with stuff. Yeah. So at the man, I have to make the dates interesting. I have to look extra good when I come and get you. I have to make sure I open the door and do everything to... It's really the idiot Steve Harvey says. I have to do all this to get this prize. It's like I'm playing a sport and I have to do everything right to win the championship. And the championship is this woman. If I do one little thing wrong, the championship could be like, nah, I want you and just move out. And everything you did goes by the wayside and then wait for the next person to come in and get the championship so in that sense is it is it what exactly are we working for then or is the man working for then if the woman is not the prize then what is what's making all of that worth it the relationship the relationship so you're so you're expecting something out of it you're expecting some level of companionship and whatever like it's it's that bond that you're searching for right but it shouldn't be if based on what we were just talking about, she's not looking for a relationship. I am because she's not doing anything. I mean, she's she just, is. No, she's looking for a relationship. She's looking, like I said, she's looking for a benefactor. She's looking for somebody <laughs> to pay for her stuff. I'm doing all this in the hopes of a relationship. She's just chilling. You could entirely be a woman and some dude is treating you great. You don't really like him, but he's taking you out. You know, you're eating, you're having fun, you're out and about, you're doing whatever. And you're not really feeling that, dude. And you could just do that. I don't feel like that makes for long-term relationships, though. I feel like the women who do stick around for an extended period of time, they're actually interested in you. Like well, it you know, helps that I'm paying for everything. Well, I'm not going to lie. Everybody likes a free meal, okay? Right. So I've gone Again, on my fair share of dates. Right. 
And, you know, like I was hungry that day. Right. Of okay. course. So. I, but I've never had that. I've never, I, as a man, I couldn't do that. I couldn't find, I'm like, hope some girl was going to approach me. Like, wow, I, I just went to the gym. I ain't get a chance to eat. I used protein. Oh, look, that girl's going to come holler at me. Yay. Outback. No, that never happens. It doesn't happen as a dude. I have to be the one to find this girl. And it could be like, oh, she's interested. Or like you just said, she hungry. She and hungry. she needs some bread. But she won't she... string you along is what I'm saying. Why? Is that you might waste $50, I hope, mm-hmm. max. Mm-hmm. I hope max on a meal mm-hmm. for her, mm-hmm. right? right? But you you won't be strung along for like thousands of dollars and then find out like, oh, she doesn't really like me. You're nice. And I guarantee you there are plenty of women who string men along like that. Ooh. Yeah, I'm guaranteed. But I guess what you have now, so I'll ask you, would you, I mean, obviously, you don't really need to worry about that because, you know, look at what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. You're good. I'm good. But, I'm great. Exactly. But nowadays, now, if you saw a guy and you were at some bar, you are out somewhere, would you walk over to a guy and approach him? And try to talk to him and try to ask him out? Um, no. No? I mean, why would I do that? <laughs> what do you mean? Why would you do that? Why would I do that as a man? Because it's expected. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see why I would do that. See, that's the thing. I mean, we, we there's a lot of talk, you know, with female empowerment and all this stuff. And I, I think it's great. But it doesn't extend to dating. This part, this I want to be wooed and wined and dined and everything. And the proposal has to be epic. All of that, pay me the same as him. I want the same job as him. We're equal. You don't need to open that door for me. But all that is outside. It's almost, you know, what did we used to watch? Was it like Under the Dome is the thing we used to watch? Yeah. So dating is Under the Dome and everything else is is women's empowerment. (laughs) The rest of the job, it's all in here. This is it. Oh, give me all this special treatment. I'm the prize. Come get me. <laughs> blah, 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 whatever. But outside of that, we leave the dome, then we're equal. Pay me the same. Blah, 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 blah. But inside, no, I'm just a woman and I want you to come and get me. So I-, I feel like sometimes there's a little bit more of that um, factor in it of how we're raised and such. Like mm. I feel like men are more or raised to be less outwardly emotional. And therefore, you guys are almost raised to be willing to go out and try stuff and accept some level of rejection, right? I don't feel like women are as readily able to accept that rejection. I can't go up to 10 guys in a bar and get rejected by all 10 Mm -hmm. and not want to like go devour a whole tub of ice cream that night and never go out again right. for the rest of the year. Right. But you not you don't have to do that because that's not the traditional way. The way is men, we have to do it. So right. we have to come. But that's what I'm saying. Y'all but, are almost bred for that. Yes. Like you're bred for that level of yeah, rejection. Whereas are, women, right. like it, that's a huge blow. Like I got rejected by 10 men in a row. Like what? And I I offered them all drinks mm-hmm. and everybody said no. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with me? Right. Do you see her over there? Mm-hmm. Like she, mm-hmm. her, mm-hmm. them, they don't look as good as me. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why mm-hmm. they got people talking to them. Mm-hmm. Like that's a huge blow. But the huge, male huge ego blow. is so very fragile. But I, that <laughs> Nobody makes, said it's no, fragile. I, no, that's the talk of the male ego is so fragile. But have you a bunch of women trying to date, trying to go talk to dudes and you're 0 for 10 
You're batting a crisp zero. Let me see how, see how you feel about yourself then. To pull up the skirt a little bit? Uh -huh. Like somebody go say yes? Mm, no, nobody no, come yeah, on. See, it's shameful. <laughs> see, you don't realize how hard it is. You don't understand as men, since everything, you control everything, but we have to start it. Yeah. Yes. You control the whole thing. We talk from dating, everything, we're together, until then you get to the engagement ah. and you get which. The That's the ultimate prize, right? Because like the woman gets a ring at the end of that day, and the man gets the prize. Like officially, you bought the cow. It's all garbage. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> ridiculous. So we do all this, and I we've had this whole discussion. Our obviously ours was kind of was very whirlwind. We just there's no actual proposal because we knew we were gonna get married. It was yeah. just like yeah, we're doing it. We don't have a proposal. We don't story. have a proposal we're... story. It was just we're gonna get married. I mean, I knew, and then at some point you knew, and that's just the way it works. But now it's these epic proposals that you have to come up with. And what you get, the woman gets the ring. The yes. guy gets her saying yes. You know what annoys me so much is when women, so the woman finds out, she's like, oh, she says yes. Yeah, she tells her friends. She doesn't show them the guy. She shows them the ring. The friends have already seen the guy. No, they don't no, need to that's see not you. The like point. my that's friends met point. you prior to me. That's not the point. I guarantee you that if we had done that, and I don't know if I, I would hope that you wouldn't be part of this, but most women, let's say it's your parents who probably have met the guy. You wouldn't be like, oh my God, we're engaged. It's like, no, we're engaged. I'm pointing to a ring, by the way. You don't, if I did that, I wouldn't be showing a piece of jewelry. That's it. It's irrelevant. It's the person that you got. The ring is just some symbol. But that's what I think it is. A lot of people just go for the the, the weaponry, which is the jewelry, as opposed to the person and the relationship and the marriage. But I feel like it's assumed that the person is what you're getting as well. I mean, and then there are men who post, you know, like she said yes, and but, then it's a picture with them in the well, ring, and that's almost a little bit of clout status too. Like, oh, look at this ring. Like I was able to afford this ring for her right like, but post yeah. a picture of just her hand she said yes because yeah we yeah we're falling yeah we're falling into this 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 shenaniganism about about a ring i would never put a picture <laughs> of a ring up because the ring is just a symbol you're the person the person i, I propose to this is who i'm with mm -hmm. I, I always find that really annoying so then you do that you propose you get she gets the ring i don't get one you get a wedding ring at the wedding ceremony. Right, but here's what it comes down to. Again, at the engagement, I don't get anything. Or at best, I get her, but she gets me, and she gets a ring. Then at the wedding, which is the woman's day, which is the event, I just show up on time. Just give me the address and what, out, what outfit you want me to wear, and pretty much that's it. So then it's her day, so she gets another ring, Yes, because one's an engagement right. ring, one's so a she wedding get, ring. Right, so she gets a wedding ring, I get a wedding ring. So it's still unequal because you get all this stuff. I'm a prize too. What if the wedding ring, the engagement ring, I'm sorry, is like the dowry? It's like you're... Wow, really? <laughs> you should see the way his face dropped. Like oh, we're, wow. We're on... <laughs> we're on a medium where you can't see our faces, right. but the the ring is really like you presenting and just like, wow. this is for you and your family so that you may accept me into your family. Well, yeah. So if I bring you a big enough dowry, then you're going to accept me. If I bring you the biggest ring in the world, you're going to take me. That doesn't mean you want to be with me. It means you want to be with the thing I brought. 
you want a relationship with that ring. You want to sleep with it at night and hug it and such. But that doesn't mean you want to be with me. It just means I found something to cloud your vision. Wow. I don't know. I might be able to live with this person, but look at this ring. Look at the ring. Oh my God. It's weighing me down. I need to work these forearms out. It's so huge. <laughs> Whatever. It's so, it, all of it. So you do all of this and it's, in, it's incumbent on the man. Yes. We have to do it all because you're the prize. Oh, yeah. I'm a prize, too. Yes. I'm as That's valuable. why you get a wedding ring. No. No. I That's get, why no. you get invited to stand next to us Ex at the wedding. Exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. I think what you have is a lot of a lot of maybe women who are ready for a wedding as opposed to a marriage. Right. And there's a big difference between the event and the lifelong journey you're supposed to take with that person. And mm -hmm. the ring represents one day. The engagement ring represents one day where I asked you. The wedding ring represents the marriage, but the marriage is there. And you have to want that too. And after doing all that, I don't know how entranced I would be in that relationship when I have to do all this and just hope. Hope that she likes me. Hope she likes the ring. Hope she likes the suit I wear at the wedding. I wonder if she likes me at all. But what has been your past experience with these things? I mean, what has brought you to that? feeling about these types of things like I knew and I was okay with how everything went down with uh, us where you know mm -hmm. whatever it's not a big deal right. and I could talk about it a little bit I guess we don't have like some crazy engagement story right. we really don't have a an engagement story period like we just decided to get married and we bought a ring mm -hmm. together right. and it wasn't anything like crazy right fantastic or fabulous right. which is Thank God, because I've lost that ring twice. Yes. And, and so yes. Yeah. that would have been terrible mm -hmm. if it was like a mm -hmm. really like yeah. big to do ring. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah. So what brought you to the point where like that's how you wanted to live your. So I don't know. I guess I'm a man. I've watched a lot of sports and such. And I've just seen enough of these. Every kiss bringing his okay, and all these commercials about the rings and everything, and idiots like Steve Harvey and everybody talking about stuff. And it doesn't feel like relationships are equitable. That's the problem that I have with it. I like the idea of a relationship being two people together, two people mutually interested in each other. And these things don't seem that way. Everything seems catered for the woman in it. I don't get. I don't get some surprise. I don't get some surprise. Oh, you're going to marry me, whatever. You get the look of surprise on her face. Yeah, that doesn't give me anything. Look of surprise is night. That's a few seconds. I want more than that. You should be on your knees. You say something wow. to me. You say something to me. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I should get something too. Hmm. Well, so well, I should get something too. So not only should I, you get the ring, you get the event and all that stuff. There should be something for me. Because I shout out all the loot for the ring, the dates, all this stuff that is expected. And I get you, which obviously I want. Mm -hmm. And you get me, which I hope you want too. Right. But you get everything else along with it. I mean, throw something else my way. The guy should get something too. But I mean, is that the way you feel about all things when it comes to traditions as such? Like with the typical chivalrous stuff, like do, what do you get for opening all these doors? What do you get for pushing out all yeah. these chairs? What do you get for any of but that? Like, shouldn't the woman do something for you? But that's How come nobody opens your door? But you know what I'm saying? But that's different. We're talking about 
shiver me opening a door or standing on the street, side of the street with the cars or whatever. That's just actions at that moment. Those are things. Those are things while the wedding is a large expression of a relationship, of love, of whatever. And it just seems, it's a marriage, you guys are together, but it seems everything is leading for the woman. I can decide that I want to open the door for you. And for me, it's not even a decision. It's just reflex for me. I don't even know because my dad is, I don't feel like my dad is particularly chivalrous. I don't think I got it from him, but it's just the way I always, the always way I've always been. So I don't expect anything for that. I just do that. But the other stuff leading to much more. I open doors for women I don't know. I'm not expecting anything for that. But when I am marrying you, when I'm in a relationship with you, I feel like there should be more to it. Chivalry is... Like, do you always have to get something for giving something? Can it just be that you're doing this because this is what you feel passionate? You feel passionate about being chivalrous and about opening doors and about pulling out chairs and, you know, walking on the outside of the sidewalk. Like, are those the things that you just feel like you should be doing? So therefore, you'll do them regardless whether or not I acknowledge it or anybody else acknowledges it or anybody even says thank you. Like, you'll do it for, for nothing. Is that the type of situation that when you're following those traditional gender roles, that it should just be like that too? Like you're doing all this because this is something you want to do. You want to get this ring. You want to pursue this woman in this manner. You want to provide for her and support her. And you want. What I want as a, I I honestly think in the situation as a man, what I want isn't really that important. At least how to get the eventual goal is the woman obviously right so how i get there i don't know how much i have a say into it i have to do these things because you find out pretty quick the woman and what you're dealing with and what's expected so i can't determine how i'm gonna act if i want this particular woman i have to do this if she's traditional i may not be traditional in my ways but if that's how she thinks that's what i have to do so i have to follow i have to go that route what am i going to do so it's, if I want her, I got to do this. She controls it. Mm-hmm. I can't, I don't think it's going to work out where she's not traditional. Not traditional at all. She doesn't expect to be taken out for everything to be paid for. But that's what I do. Might work, but she might take offense to it. Maybe she doesn't think that's the way it should be. Maybe she thinks I'm not listening to her. I'm not taking her into account. And I'm just going, just doing this. But maybe that's not what she wants. And if she feels like if I'm not listening to her this way, would I listen to her further into the relationship? Well, communication comes in handy in those situations. But I think if we go from just our situation and you just use me as an example, Mm -hmm. going from relationships and situations where I was the person who was really doing a lot of those traditional male roles Mm -hmm. and and really financing a lot of things Mm -hmm. and providing in that sort of way, and Mm -hmm. that's... I guess how I would describe it. Um, Then going into a relationship with you where, so I wasn't traditional, but I fell into traditional, you know, like I fell into it. There wasn't much of a battle. It wasn't a lot of a fight. It was like, you sure you don't want me to split the bill? Okay. I think you were traditional, but I think the last few few relationships kind of took you out of it. I think you are in your heart traditional. So you hadn't met guys who treated you that way. You got into relationships with guys who didn't do that. 
then you met me and that's just the way I am. So it might have been, an, and it, it, we even talked about that. We had a little argument where I made it clear how the relationship was going to be, the way you handled relationships. Mm-hmm. But once you were in a relationship with somebody, an adult, because I honestly think everybody else you dealt with a bunch of boys, mm-hmm. you dealt with a man. Oh, yes, yes, I agree. Exactly. So you dealt with a man who knew what he wanted and was going to treat you a certain way, which you probably have been expecting for a long time. But since you weren't getting it, you were just used to dealing with these guys. And then you didn't have to do that. So I don't think I don't think it bothered you. I think, yeah, you probably pushed back. You sure, you know, I got it. I'm like, no, I got it. Because that's what you usually do. But once it became apparent, you didn't have to do that. Then you're like, okay. And then you kind of fell into that. And it, I, so I don't think it was a bad thing. I think you like once you realize what it was, you're okay with it. So I don't know. Again, I don't, you weren't like all dead set. Like, listen, no, we're, if we're going to date, I'm going to pay for everything. Oh, I'm no. going to pick I you up from work and I'm anyway. taking you. Exactly. <laughs> so you didn't want that. And then you found somebody who didn't need that. Right. And that made, and that worked. So you were traditional at your core. Mm-hmm. I just found it mm-hmm. because everybody else was just not giving you the opportunity. You just spending money on these fools. Yeah, this is a whole therapy session right here, right I now. I feel you, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, How I'm... much do I owe you for this? <laughs> we'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So let's move on just a little bit. Right. Um, you know, so let's get past the dating right. and the wedding and hop right into like back to the same leave it to beaver type stuff where we're in the household and we're together, man and wife, or just common law living together or whatever Mm -hmm. what's the expectations now in the household traditional roles would say that you know the woman is going to stay home and she is going to cook and clean and remain barefoot every time she is pregnant Mm -hmm. hopefully she is pregnant often Mm -hmm. and is very capable of taking care of all these children that she's popping out every nine months Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that the man would be at home, um, not at home. The, the man would be out at work providing, mm-hmm. okay. The yeah. household that they are living in, the food that is coming in, mm-hmm. like he is literally bringing home the bacon, right? Literally the bacon, yes. That's the way you that's the way it was traditionally. So, man, head of the household takes care of everything, woman takes care, makes that house that cold, cold house that that man bought, and he makes it all. It's she all. makes it all. It is it's warm. The kids are happy. Yes. They get their homework done. Yes. Everything is secure. The kids have issues, but you're able to solve whatever problems there are in 23 minutes. Like an episode of Leave it to Beaver. <laughs> Dad comes home once or twice. What are you doing? And then we solve the problem. Commercial, and it's over, and everything's okay in the next episode. I, I don't think that really works. I mean, again, these are things that kind of fit with some people. Some women like that. Some men do. Some don't. Our situation isn't that at all. Well, I thought that that's what I wanted originally. Mm. I thought that, you know, that's what I envisioned everything to be. So Mm. I did not grow up seeing that. Both of my parents worked outside of the household. My mom, a nurse, and she worked night shifts, her 12-hour night shift. My father worked days, and he would have his long days. But there was always one parent in the house at all times, you know? Um, So they were both outside of the home. My dad does cook and he does outdoor work. My dad does everything. Right. He's like amazing. Basically, the longer right. we have this podcast, you'll pretty much like think my dad is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but his middle name. It's <laughs> not his middle name at all. 
<laughs> it could be, but I don't know. I got to check that birth certificate. Anyway, my mom uh, would do like indoor cleaning and stuff like that. But I really imagined that when I got married, it was going to be like this super awesome, excellent thing. I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. I'm going to be barefoot and pregnant. I'm going to cook meals and, you know, I'll wear lingerie to bed every night. How's that working out for you? Ooh. It's really not. I know. It's um, not. <laughs> None of that Mm -hmm. had happened, I don't think, very often Mm -hmm. in the first year of our marriage. First year of the marriage, we had a baby. Right. And I was home. Right. But like struggling. Yeah. Yeah. It was a struggle. Like Mm -hmm. I did not like it. I'm Mm -hmm. like, ooh, this is bad. Yeah. Yeah, not enjoying right. this. Yeah, you were not thrilled, and that was the, I was child number three by then. Yeah. So the first two, and then a baby. Yeah. So, so. we had a four year old. No, he was five then when Sienna, when Sienna was born. Hmm. So five year old, a three year old, and then a newborn. Right. Right. And I was home. Right. So with those with three, all of them. Right. So I'm going. I'm working. After I because I took I took paternity leave, but then yeah. when I so when it was time to go back out into the world, yeah. So I left you with these kids, mm-hmm. and you seemed so happy when I would come back. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh, the thrill. Because that's when it was time to mm-hmm. to switch shifts. Right. So that's you know my opinion on the matter. Mm. So we switched shifts, but not uh, like a hundred percent. You right. know what I'm saying? I didn't like walk out and you know oh I'm gone. It's mama time. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> no, right. I um, would start cooking or whatever. But I just expect you to start taking over and mm-hmm. like you watch the kids now because mm-hmm. you're here. Right. Um, which I don't think you really had any problems with. Not at all. No. I feel like, you know, you were fine with that. I mean, now that I'm working and we're both working or when we got to that phase where I started working and contributing to the household income, right. um, I feel like, wow, like that was really crappy. Like <laughs> when I come home from work, I'm tired. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with these kids. Mm-hmm. And you come home from work and like you deal with the kids. Like, mm, that's kind of crappy yeah mm-hmm. yeah you didn't know <laughs> that's a raw deal uh-huh. that was yeah. a very raw deal uh-huh yeah yeah but i i didn't mind i, I those there are kids i mean raising them dealing with them i'm tired pretty much all the time dealing with these kids oh hallelujah so it's not a surprise it's just what it is <laughs> and that's always been the case as a father i am taking care of my kids i'm not babysitting them i'm not watching them they're my kids i'm parenting them just like you are so coming home from work to see my kids, I'm fine with that. That's good. I, I I didn't like the idea of being like a participant in their lives as opposed to a parent in their lives. There's mm. a difference between being around as as opposed to being in. Yes. And I'm a parent. I'm in there. And then and we've had a bit of our transition now. Obviously, with the situation we're in now, and I guess I don't know when you're going to be listening to this, but obviously the COVID thing is happening. So we're all home and everything is kind of set. But previous to that super awesome wife is the money maker. She's bringing home the veggie, the, the vegan bacon while Ooh. I'm just frying it up here while watching all four Were of these kids. Were you even frying it up? It's vegan. You got to put a little crispiness to you it. You wasn't frying it up. That This is implying that you cooked. What you, you saying I don't cook? What you trying to say? You don't, you don't you listen to these, Don't listen to these kids. I put, you don't, I put you a don't legit cook. two to three minutes in that kitchen. Into the food. toaster? Toaster, microwave, oven, <laughs> whatever. I these, used these a strainer. For cooking. Whatever. To, to work for me. Them kids are still alive. They was fed. Whatever. <laughs> but I had no problem. And I remember because I ended up, you know, the job I had, I wasn't there anymore. So it was you. Mm-hmm. And then I'm home. And home so eventually life. I became stay-at-home dad. And eventually, 
And I don't feel like it took too long. I feel like I kind of gravitated to it. I like the idea yeah. of taking care of our kids. I like being a parent. And I know I was fine with it. And it's so odd. It is. There would be so many times where I would be like, look, if you're not okay with this, mm-hmm. because I, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So I anticipated that at some point you wouldn't like it either. Right. I'm like, oh, he's going to hate this. Mm-hmm. He's going to hate this. Because mm-hmm. like, I hated this. He's mm-hmm. going to hate it. But you were just like, this is great. I'm no, fine I'm with cool. it. I'm fine. I, I I'm feel, like, what? I felt like I am like involved. I am. This is my part. This is what I'm putting into this family. So I took this in, helping them with the homework, making them breakfast, making them lunches for school, picking them up, taking them to events, do whatever while you're out there doing what you do. And I had no problem with it. I know family did not take well to that. Oh, no. Oh, because, you know, Haitian, my side, Caribbean, you know, West Indian, your side. These people didn't know what to do with themselves. You're not working? What are you doing? You're supposed to be out there working. And you, whoever's listening to this, you know who you are. I feel Who like that? it's more your family. It was probably, it was more. My immediate family, as far as, I, I don't know how much they may have told other people because, you know, there's always like these phone circles mm-hmm. where everybody tells everybody yeah, like, yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much they told other people, but my immediate family, they were all cool with it. They were like, oh, okay, well, you know, you guys have like a whole team of kids, so mm-hmm. somebody's got to watch them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's not me. And that's what it is. <laughs> and that's what it is. Is it, I mean... I what I think it is, and this this is kind of kind of off the point a little bit. I, there's really this idea that as the dad, I can't take care of these kids as well as mom can. Mm-hmm. So you have a few things. So one, I should be working. Two, she should be taking care of the kids. Mm-hmm. So not only am I not working, I'm with these kids. Could you taking them on the wrong path? They all going to be serial killers, and they're not wow. going to be emotional okay. and whatever. So nobody's ever said they that. They said it. They never you know, they said implied that. it. That's what they did. I feel they like implied it. you're expounding on their their simple <laughs> I, thoughts. I, you're making them large. I knew what they meant. All right. <laughs> so you have this one. He shouldn't be in the house. Two. He shouldn't be in the house watching the kids. So something's got to be wrong there. So there was always little comments. You're not working, and you can tell when somebody says something, as in like, oh, so you're not working, or oh, you're not working. Yeah, and I could feel that and people telling me that. No, I'm not working. I'm just raising my kids. Yeah. I think that's okay. So that's one of the things that's not expected. It's mm-hmm. more it's becoming more and more accepted, but it wasn't expected. I'm supposed to be out and about. And I was fine with you doing it. You were bringing in bank. Maybe you were taking care of the business. You come home, you work, you eat. I mean, I didn't cook apparently to you. You know, no, I didn't make nothing for you. Like I'd bring home something. But that's that's so wrong. It's fine. That's so wrong. It's but fine. That's fine. Whatever. Everybody's still alive. Yeah. We made it. Uh-huh. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But I was completely content with switching the typical family norms, the you know societal norms, what we're supposed to do. In the end, somebody needs to take care of the kids. Very it doesn't true. have to be mom. It can be me. Very and I was true. Happy to yeah. Do it. And you excelled at it. You excelled at it really, really well. But I think I imagined our life totally different but then you get into it and mm-hmm. you're like whoa 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 yeah like, i am Things not happen. a stay-at-home mom yeah. mm-hmm. i am an out of the house yes. mom yes. you know this coronavirus thing mm-hmm. because things had gotten to the point where i was working so much mm-hmm. and it felt like mm-hmm. i was never here it was like oh okay this is a relief at first mm-hmm. like okay i get to spend some time and be here and be with the kids and work on my, my business my side hustle mm-hmm. and whatever and no no, it no. just put me deeper into like, no, no, this is not me. I am not the in-the-house mom. <laughs> this is not what I do. You like your children in like 
You don't like small them together doses. all the time. You like them in little Incredibly small bit. doses. Very small doses. Like so, the smallest of yes, doses. Yes, exactly. 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Full day, gone. Come home, <laughs> 10, 15 minutes. Hey, hi, mommy, blah, blah, blah. All right, bedtime. Click. And then they're gone. Wow, I love them kids. And meanwhile, I'm like, no, you don't. Because you don't know them. That's just them. That's just like them going by. You ain't spent quality time with them kids. You didn't have to explain how this homework's not getting done. Quality to me. Oh shoot, quality. To me, that was quality. Yeah, whatever. We were we were getting in like serious time. Mm -hmm. But I appreciated that, and I I like that you're taking that kids. I'm doing something valuable. That's what I think. Yeah. So that was your prize, mm-hmm. honestly. So, you know, from dating and like you're trying to get the woman and then there you go. Then you got me and, as like and got a benefactor, kids. right? Right. So you're so my benefactor? I was the prize. Uh, well, well, I don't I guess. Eventually you were the That's prize. That's what I'm saying. Eventually, like, but oh, I was if you the prize about, so that we could switch the roles and one goes from supporting one to supporting the other, you know? But that, if you think about that, that's a fair way to look at it. We get married, baby, I'm working, you're home. And I'm working, and it's what a few years, mm-hmm. maybe I don't know how old we waited for you know Santa to be born. And then you went to school, so I'm still working, your school. So we're kind of juggling this. You finish school, you start working. Eventually, I stop, and then we have a literal switch mm-hmm. of the situation. So it's me starting it off, working, yeah, preparing you. Switch now it's the other way around. So it that's a marriage. Things happen. Yeah. And sometimes one person picks up the load and the other doesn't. So I started it and you just ran with it. It was a baton and I handed it to you and you ran off with it. That isn't just me doing it all. Right. This was a team effort and worked out. So again, I have no problem with that. And when this COVID thing is over and once you start making that money again, I could just stay home with these kids again and I'm fine. <laughs> fine with that. Small doses. These yeah, children small know doses. better. Yep. Well, let's talk about the kids then. What are we... I don't know if we're giving them any sort of gender role issues or I don't know. I feel like I always try to be very conscious of that because I am one of three and I have an older brother and a younger brother and they were always able to do whatever the hell they wanted um girls in the broom mm-hmm. and you know doors closed mm-hmm. like all sorts of nonsense and chaos mm-hmm. but like don't let me have anybody like even come up to the house like that's a problem mm-hmm. like what what are you doing with that man inside the home <laughs> the home what <laughs> the home <laughs> do you realize that like right now my little brother is probably like like putting stuff down in his room like i don't <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> why not even hiding it. He's just, yeah, yeah. Oh, whatever and you know and then they pretend that they don't know these things mm-hmm. like oh what do you mean um hey bro mm-hmm. hey bro's girlfriend <laughs> oh look they're both here mm-hmm. and behind that closed mm-hmm. door what you, like, think, you, what you, you think is happening exactly yeah. like you knew mm-hmm. so i don't know i try to avoid those gender type things with them where we're like overprotective of the girls right. and underprotective with the boy because he's a boy and boys will be boys. Mm-hmm. Like our son is 16 now mm-hmm. and 
outside of trying to instill chivalry in him, because that's a problem. He has three younger sisters and he will let every door slam right in their face <laughs> with no apologies None. whatsoever. Oh my goodness. He'd be like, um, you should have yeah. yeah. put your hand out. Exactly. Don't you saw the door, door coming. <laughs> so outside of trying to instill chivalry in oh him because it's common decency. Oh, no. um, I don't know what else that we're really trying to do. You know, with the kids, as far as these gender roles type things. I don't. Well, I guess when you're a parent, you kind of teach your kids by your actions, as opposed to like specific lessons. So, how we are is how we're teaching our kids. So, I think the fact that we had these kids and I'm home, and they come home and dad's there, and whether the cooking is good or not, but I'm feeding them and I'm helping them with their homework and I'm picking them up from school or taking them to band practice or taking them to school when they miss the bus or meeting the bus or whatever. Those are typically things that the mom is supposed to do, but I'm doing it. I don't know if our kids really had that. They never had that image with us that it was supposed to mom, mom's supposed to do it. It's whoever's home Mm -hmm. is supposed to do it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how we're teaching our kids that you have parents. You don't have a mother who's supposed to do these things and a father's supposed to do these things because that we don't fit that. I'm doing what mom's supposed to do and you're doing what dad is supposed to do. So I think these kids see that they have parents who can do whatever is necessary. So I think that's how we teach them. But then there's other things. I will say I have three daughters, so I'm going to do my very best to not treat them differently. Right. I'm going to. Yeah. And I mean, that it's going to happen. Our son has had a girlfriend. Right. He's had. He just turned 16. Right. He's had a girlfriend. At 15, right. Yeah, but it's not like she came here, was in the room yeah, or anything. It wasn't like a real girlfriend. It was, it was, it was a girlfriend by in, in words. Like, yeah. we, did we ever really? I never even met this girl. We never met her. So that's she true. may not even be real, but whatever. But when these girls could have, I don't know how I feel about these girls having boyfriends and stuff like that. Wow. It's going to be, it's going to, yeah, it's going to be probably a reaction to be like, what? No, I don't know about this stuff. But you, who went through that situation, you're here to be like, no, you can't do that. I wasn't even ready for the girlfriend thing. Mm-hmm. I was not ready for that. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought we, told me that I was crazy. Mm-hmm. They were like, my God, um, he's 15. Yeah, he he's 15. He should have had He's like, a boy. He's out in the world. He should be doing his thing. Exactly. You know? I'm like, what are you talking about? Because of that rationale, our he's second like child is going to be 15 next year. Is that what they're going to say? Exactly. Is she, oh, hey, it's time. She should be out there doing it. No, no she should. No, nobody's going to say that. Not, they better not say no, that. No, not in front of me. No, not saying that. Never. So, But I wasn't ready for it when it was the son i definitely won't be ready for it when it was the daughters but i can't look at them and be like oh he was allowed to do it but you're not Mm -hmm. right right we have to we have it has to be a balance it has to be equality in it Mm -hmm. so we have to do our best to treat them all the same what we prepare them for i think is different Mm -hmm. i think what there's there's teaching in that so i have a boy we have one boy and I obviously, so I have a special kind of relationship with him and how I send him out into the world dating and whatever. There's a certain level of respect and things that he has to know when dealing with people in general, but in particular girls when he wants to date them and do whatever. These things I'm going to teach him as a man. This is how you act. Mm-hmm. And then with my daughters, I feel like the best way I can teach them is how I treat you. Mm-hmm. And I make a point in, t- in our son also. You are treated with respect. You are loved. You were honored. At least I think that you are in the home. And I think they see that. So it's not like an actual teaching where I'm writing stuff on the board. It's something that they see and subconsciously that they will grow and know that when they find their partner, this is what I'm supposed to get. 
person who respects me, that honors me, that loves me. There's no violence. We never get into a fight, so I'm going to hit you. That's not going to happen anyway. Nothing like that. You are always respected no matter what. And they should expect the same. And our son knows that's how you treat a woman too. So that's how we raise our kids. They see that. They know what they're supposed to do by our actions. But certain things you have to have a conversation about. So at some point, well, might you may not like it. At some point, you can have a little conversation with your son about, you know, you know, you know, birds and bees, stuff like that from a woman's perspective, because he's going to deal with women. And it'd be good for him to hear that from a woman. He's not going to need it from his sisters. They don't know. But his mom. Mm-mm. So, yeah, it's not going to oh. be a comfortable conversation for you. But he's this like one, a baby. He, mm, he's like a baby. He's like Literally. a baby who's been alive 16 years. We'll go with that. But still kind of he's, like a of baby. Of course, he's your baby. I understand that. <laughs> but I think we we do our best to not raise our kids the way the generation before them was, which is yours, right. which is you were the girl in the house and you have to be treated a specific way and you have delicate to be demure, flower. delicate flower. You can't even look at a man while these guys, while the boys are out there and expected to go and conquer every woman yeah, they meet like, and you can them conquer them in the house and we'll give them <laughs> breakfast when they awaken after they recover from whatever they got. So, wow. <laughs> so whatever. Wow. If that ever happened, the fit I would have thrown. Because <laughs> yes, I was raised in a West Indian household, oh, but I, I am not very smart sometimes with my mouth, but I would have thrown quite the fit mm. had that happened. <laughs> I would have been like, what the? What did you do? Oh my, congratulations! No, we weren't doing that. No. <laughs> what? What? No. no. So no. So we make a point to raise our kids and treat them properly, and by extension, they will treat people that they meet properly. Oh, yeah. That's the way. And I think that's the way we do it. So I think we're doing it right. And then I think we should also just be supportive of whatever roles they want to pick up. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. like we shouldn't be the the parents whispering into their ears like, hey, you sure you don't want to get a job? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've heard that before. Uh You sure you want to be home? You should be yeah go work go try work to support them in exactly. whatever their decisions are exactly. whatever roles they want to fill as long as they are happy and self-sufficient then you know we just make it known that they can do whatever they want exactly like yeah. if you decide that you don't want to work but then you need us to support you and you're a full-grown adult with a family that's a problem yeah like we shouldn't have to support you then you should probably get a job and we but... not actually can we just you can be <laughs> No, I mean, we're not going to do that. I hope the wife that you, the, whoever your partner is, is self-sufficient and has a, I'm not paying for you and your family to eat. No, no. I will support whatever decision you make as long as that decision leads to funds. Wow. But no, it's it's our son. He marries a girl He's and they got two kids. I was supposed to pay for them to go off Family Friday and go out to the TGI Fridays and eat. No, I can't. No, no, okay. Okay. no, no. I, you know. I think we get them on the right foot, get them on the right step. Because we were lucky. We had your parents who were fantastic and really helped us get along and will be the same. Right. To a point. Right. To a point. The same thing your parents were. So we'll, we'll kind of help you, but you're an adult. You have family. You do whatever. You're in a relationship. You need to handle business. But how you handle business is where we come in. We teach right. you how to do it right, whether it's our son or whether it's our three daughters. So. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah, I, I like that. I this is a very nice episode. I think we have definitely come to the agreement that love can be traditional. Love can also be untraditional. Love is many things. But this good love is black.